Captain Fritchie. Oh, jeez. Bray left pretty quickly. Was she okay? Not okay, but uh, I think we're getting through to her. Yeah, you gotta take the small wins. Mm. You should be careful. I'm not scared of Jacob. That's not what I meant. Ram, I see the way you look at her. I'm worried that you're getting too close. I know that you would never go there with a married woman, but you need to take a step back for your own sake. We are Science Sophie. This is Coastal News, a home and away podcast. Your weekly episode companion podcast for your favorite Aussie soap. Sophie, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, I'm well. Soon come round again this, hasn't it? I know. Crikey. Where are the days going? <laughs> I know, I know. And it's official. I've left my job. Woohoo! Um, start to start another one. Like I'm not. Yeah, not, <laughs> not quite made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, not won anything. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, dear. so it was your turn last season. My turn this season. Yeah. Oh, congratulations again. <laughs> Thank you. Are you looking forward to the new start, or are you feeling a bit nervous, or how are you feeling? Um, I don't know. I think mm. I think I think I've just been focusing on today. Yeah. So maybe I'll start thinking now about the next bit. Yeah. So go get to Monday. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to. It. I think I'm ready. I think I think my feelings today have made me realise I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's right for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm ready to go. You know. Yeah. Um, because I've not been too upset. So there we go. That's good. Well, yeah, other than you, that. You yeah. got a lovely, lovely work present, didn't you? You're going to tell everybody about your, your cameo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so, Sophie and I are massive fans of the traitors. <laughs> US and UK. <laughs> I have not watched any of the US. I need to just oh, I've, I've done it, completed it, mate. So you need to it catch it up. You know, it's like carbon copy. Yes, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not as it's okay. not it's not the same as the UK one. I I found the UK one I was invested in it more, but I don't know whether that's because with the UK one I couldn't watch it immediately and I had to wait twenty four hours and all that one. But with this one, I've just sat and binged it over three days, so you know I could watch as much or as little as I wanted. Top program. I mean, it got me and you through the. Uh, break. It did. <laughs> it did. Every night, are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Like it was our Homer's stopgap over Christmas, wasn't it? <laughs> Will's a faithful. He's a faithful. I'm an actress. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, many a laughs. Yeah, so um, Amanda from The Traitors, my colleagues got me a cameo from it, and it's hilarious. It's funny. Oh, I'll share it. It's so But well, by order of The Traitors, you know, I've been ordered to keep in touch. <laughs> oh it is a good laugh it's so funny she's like you've been ordered to keep in touch until you get murdered (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh wow sinister (laughs) imagine if that happened 
Oh god, don't. It's bad one, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> I presented it to police. Evidence. Here you go. <laughs> well, Amanda gets locked up for murdering podcast hosts. <laughs> yeah. Just see the Daily Star now. Yeah. Break the headlines. Defo. It was a good giggle. Good giggle. The, them cameos are really good. Aren't they? We've we've yeah. we've done a few, haven't we, from Home and Away? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to each other, and they're really they're really good. So, um, yeah. Um, you went out, didn't you? Another school night party. I did. <laughs> I did. I went to see Sleep Token at uh, Birmingham on Tuesday and I regret it now because I'm so tired. I cannot deal with school night adventures anymore. I'm too old. Sophie's going to um, rush us through this podcast this week. So fresh. <laughs> go to bed. I need to go to bed by nine. <laughs> like, Shut up, Sarah. Get up with the next bit. Oh, dear. No, I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. But uh, yeah. I can't do that every week because it just Your voice might... is sounding better than when you last did it. That's true. Oh, if I, if I get another illness after that, I'll be livid. But mm. so, yeah. so far, it's the winner. So yes, far. so far, so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's talk home and away. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. And uh, join your headlines. I do. Xander attempts at dating wind up very dramatic. <laughs> Eden starts to read between the lines with Remy and Bree and offers some words of advice. And Bob's back and he wants curbs under his arm again. And the wedding prep has begun, but is the guest list quite right? (laughs) Please take the time to like, subscribe and review Coastal News wherever you source your podcasts and ensure you never miss an episode. So as we say, Xander, he's um, start, He's going through this dry spell, isn't he, Miss Rose? <laughs> um, you know, and, and the, the, it was, it's a strange one, this, because we've sort of left this for if, what feels like forever. Mm. Uh, the break over Christmas probably doesn't help, but then you think we've been back on air a couple of weeks, so, you know, three weeks here. Well, this is the first time we're revisiting this. So mm. it's, it's, it's definitely, a, you know, a Z-list sort of background story that's happening, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, and they probably just found time to to revisit it. But um, the, Xander and Rose are sort of trying to get each other cup, hooked up, aren't they? That was the yeah. They've got Rose on Smolder, the famous <laughs> Smolder app, um, and she's having no luck with that. And then she's sort of goading him about meeting somebody. And there's this sort of look with this girl in the surf club, isn't there, this week? Yeah. And she's like egging him on to go and get a number. And he does. And he asks mm. her out. Um, and it's all, it's just all a bit cringe. It is a bit cringe. We had this conversation on last week's podcast, didn't we, that they, as brother and sister, getting this involved or this kind of invested in a sibling's love life is a bit weird, isn't it? Mm, mm, I, I think it is. Maybe we're just a bit prudish, but <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is normal, but I don't think it you, is. No, I don't know. It's not normal. You made, you You made a good point. You know, when you said something like they don't, when if you look at them, they don't really give off sibling vibe. No, I would have thought they were a couple because where that that girl saw Xander and she was like eyeing him up and everything quite blatantly in the surf in, in the surf club when Xander and Rose were playing pool and it it from an onlooker's perspective it didn't look like brother and sister playing pool. It could have been a couple easily. Yeah, 
Yeah, because yeah, they're they're joking and they're touching each other and they're very close and it's like that. I wouldn't have assumed brother and sister off the back of that. So, no. Well, I, I just just to like you know confirm your theory. Okay. Mm. I had the TV on and a family member was in the room who doesn't normally watch, and oh. when the scene played out, yeah, they turned to me and said, "Well, they're obviously gonna bang," and I was like, <laughs> "Brother and sister." <laughs> they they obviously give off yeah. chemistry. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. But I thought, what what better validation does Sophie need? Than <laughs> Thank you. A non viewer saying the same thing. So so it, it's not just all feels a bit odd and a bit weird, unnecessary. Yeah. Um, because actually, you would just, especially at that age, you just stay out of each other's love life, wouldn't you? you You're would. the less. Better yeah. in your ears type sitch. Yeah, especially because uh, they live live together as well. So anybody that they do bring home, I mean, ew, you know what I mean. <laughs> mm. Suck yeah. Um, yeah. And and then Rosie Rose brings Irene into it in that yeah. scene. <laughs> she's like, what does Irene? And she's like, I think she'll stay the hell out of it. Thank yeah. you, Irene. We all agree. Yeah, Irene's had experience. She knows. She knows to stay out <laughs> of stuff like this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we fast forward a bit. Xander's going on a date with this girl, but doesn't want Rose to know. Probably mm. because of the way Rose is being a bit too involved, as we say. Um, and so makes up a thirtieth birthday. I, I think I messaged you, didn't I? At this point, I was like, <laughs> "Is something changed with Xander?" Because suddenly Xander's looking quite cute. I told you he was cute. I told you that ages ago that he was cute. I can't believe you're only just getting on board with this. I, I think he's cute. Be, yeah. And I and I hadn't added I hadn't had a V, you know, you know. Yeah, good. Yeah. It's like, how have I just seen this? And maybe it's because he was wearing nice clothes. Oh, he's got a cute face. I think he's really cute. Honestly, I've thought that since day one. The, when I when we saw him when he first arrived and he was sat on Irene's couch looking all nervous, waiting for to meet Jasmine. I thought he was cute then. I don't know where you've been. <laughs> <laughs> what you've been looking at? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're on board though. Yeah, the tattoos, maybe not. Um, yeah, some of them I'm not keen Some of them are quite cool, some of them I'm not keen on. But, yeah, I think he's cute. Yeah. He's got a cute face. Well, I've had my awakening. <laughs> um, I'm here, ready to arm wrestle you. Um, <laughs> and so he's, he's gone on this secret date. Um, and he's, he's called it a 30th. Rose has gone to the diner. The diner girls have let slip. Mm-hmm. Um that it's a date and then she goes to crash the date which I just think you've just spent however long telling him to go out and date someone and then you turn up at his date I just thought what are you doing I know leave him alone I can understand her like going in and looking from across the room maybe going up to the bar and ordering a takeaway and then just like walking past and clocking whoever he's meeting but to go up go up and sit at his table when you know that she's on her way I thought that was a bit much well, it's like the whole thing, though, isn't it? It's just a bit too involved, a bit too... Yeah. Yeah. And that's when the drama starts, because there's this guy sat at the bar, mm. drink, looks like me in lockdown. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> Working from home. <laughs> Very similar. <laughs> Long oh, hair and beard. Um, and he's... Max worried about me because you're drinking too much. This is your last beer. He keels over. So Xander's date in the vicinity is cut short as he runs over, being a paramedic, 
YCA. Um, he's, um, you know, he's there, he's on hand to take charge. Well, that puts a really early stop to the date, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and just gives, it's Stacy, isn't it, her name, the date? We keep calling it Stacy. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I'm not very good at the, I knew that was David that fell off the chair. <laughs> really? Well, between us. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think yeah. his name was David so yeah I think you're right I think it is Stacy yeah Stacy um and he's a bit like he's ruined it you know all the chances are gone he was really nervous and awkward and really he was. <laughs> he you know was. and then that happens so you've not really had a date you know and he's no. blown it um he's had to go to the hospital with this patient David and then um next day he runs into her literally runs into her thinking mm. Oh, you know, she didn't ring. She didn't want me to come over. Did you see him lean into the lift for a kiss? <gasps> I know, that was awkward. And she's just probably thinking, I haven't even had my dinner yet, mate. I want to go home and eat some. I'd be on the way to Mackie D's on the way home. I'd be starving. <laughs> I, need, I need a burger. Don't kiss me. <laughs> Sorry. Is it just me? We didn't even have a drink at the restaurant. Nothing. She must be starving. I'd be starving. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, someday. I bet he, <laughs> yeah, bet he took the got the bill. Yeah, <laughs> date, date. Mm. Um yeah, the lift sort of closes, he let it in for a kiss. I just thought, oh mate. Yeah. She was like, you catch you later or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off to Mackie D's because you didn't feed me. Uh. A far cry from Christian and Tories embracing that very lift. Do you remember that? Oh. Oh, I do with the fiddling with the lift buttons and the touching of the hands and all of that stuff. That's what yeah. you call it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was far cry from it. Um, yeah. So the next day, he thinks it's all bl- he's blown it. You know, she didn't want mm. she didn't want the kiss. She didn't want you know to kick on after there. She was mm. get an early morning. But when he runs into her, she's like, "No, I really don't have an early morning." <laughs> yeah. I, I now actually really I think the more of you because I now think you're a hero. <laughs> um, yeah. So that looks like it's going to develop. Let's hmm. see. Is that is that a new character? Do we think being introduced? Well, we need a, we need more people that work at the hospital. She said she's looking for a job, didn't she? Oh right. And she she used to be a nurse. So um, you know we we haven't got any more nurses, have we? How many? We haven't got many people working at the hospital anymore, have we? Because Jasmine and everyone else has gone. Got Bria. So, um, yeah, she's a doctor, isn't she? But I don't think we've got another nurse. No, okay. so maybe, maybe she'll slot into Jasmine's. Yeah, that's what I'm wor- wondering. It's a good sign then she might be sticking about. Let's mm. see. You know, I've not seen much of her to form an opinion that. Let's see where that goes. I think yeah. if she pairs up with Xander, she can't do much wrong, really, can she? Um, no, as long as he doesn't keep getting his PTSD tattoos at home. <laughs> Hopefully she'll, um, she'll calm him down then. Mm. As long as she don't give him any heartache. Yeah. But that David, he things didn't work out too good for him. No. Homer, isn't it? And Matt, Max. Right. I've seen some comments about this online during the discussion in the week about Max sort of making it about her. I don't know if you saw the same comments. I did. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What's your thoughts on this before I sort of summarize? I... Really? I was surprised, to be honest. It, when we looked at this last week, because we did first look, didn't we, on Sunday, and we looked at the week ahead, and the synopsis said something like, Mac freezes in a crisis. And we were thinking, what on earth could this be? And it didn't sound like Mac. And you said, she's actually quite good in a crisis. Look at her when, you know, the poker nights were going on, and they yeah. were getting threatened and 
you know, all of that stuff was happening. That was quite stressful and she handled herself really well. So we were like, what on earth could this be? But when it actually unfolded, I couldn't really work out why she was so affected at the time. You know, when he collapsed, he fell on the floor and kind of hit his head. And she just stood over just like goldfish, like mouth open, staring at him, didn't she? She didn't, couldn't even call an ambulance, couldn't move. She couldn't even talk. And I just thought that was really odd. I can't think why she reacted in that way. I can't. And I don't think it's... In general, I don't mean just for Mac, but in general, I don't think it's a an unexpected response. I think when something like that happens and you don't know what to do, I think I think a lot of us would freeze, right? But uh, she works in a bar. That's what I'm not sure about. Like, if she genuinely thought he was too drunk to have another drink and then he falls off his stool, drops his glass and just, you know, lies there, you'd still be thinking, oh, he's drunk, wouldn't you? And yeah. He's just, she must be used to dealing with drunk patrons yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know absolutely that's what I was about to, I was about to say like but in Max's case surely she's had people fall off a stool yeah oh and you know and she's had to turf them out for being drunk or and yeah she might have been worrying about her license or you know has she overserved him and all that stuff yeah but come that wouldn't be in the moment that would be like afterwards yeah yeah you know, it would yeah. be, oh my god what have I done you know I've over I've, you know I've served him too much and you it know. wasn't like it was a shock like she, he wasn't sat there one minute laughing and joking and being completely fine and the next minute killed over on the floor like she knew well she thought that he was drunk so you can see where it might escalate from there from that pattern of thinking can't you so I just I don't understand really yeah I think and then and then there was this sort of knee-jerk reaction I think it was described as by one yeah. of the Felicity or someone where she says everybody needs to get first aid trained because I didn't know what to do mm. get first aid trained Felicity's like oh my god it's going to cost two grand are you sure yeah um, um and I, I just so where's the storyline going I mean I think I tweeted in the week I was like did they really kill off David just to remind Max she needs to go on a training course like I just I, where is this going <laughs> it's really weird they could have a death on a yeah. midweek Tuesday and it'd be a non-event. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but when I when I need to take a training course at work, I get an email reminder saying, you, you know, it's going to be expired in a month. I don't have to have someone die in front of me to go, oh, yes, my first aid course. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, where are we going with this? Because at first I thought maybe, I don't know, like maybe we're going to have an epiphany, like Max decided oh I want to be better in a crisis I'll go on a course and then maybe I'll retrain to do something else but I can't see that happening I can't see her not working in salt or own insult anymore I don't know why we've had this story it's really weird I don't Is want it... to say the f word but do you think it was just to fill up some just, oh, to... just but just to kill off a guy just to... like for a <laughs> ten, 10 minute storyline it just feels I really weird <laughs> <laughs> I am I am literally like Cold. Uh, can, Cold. You imagine, can you imagine this poor actor and he's like, oh yeah, you've got you've got a part on home and away. Just got two lines. Um, have a beer. Three C's or you die in the third C. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It's bizarre. I just I I kind of wanted there to be a point to it rather than just I need to go on Let, course. Let's, out. let's see. Let's see if there is a point. I personally <laughs> You know, maybe I was thinking, oh, maybe he's a new love interest, you know, and she starts visiting him at the hospital. <laughs> no, no, he's dead. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so 
cold. I was like, damn, this is cold. I just can't get my head around this at all. I can imagine if you missed that episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you watch the next day. You never got you never knew who David was. It was on. <laughs> Well, nobody else met him. Did. I mean, she's only told Felicity about him. Felicity never saw him. He was that. He was in it that little time that you know, no, nobody actually knows about this guy. It's all just a rumor about this guy dying in after being insulted. It's just so weird. I, was, I don't know where I'm going with this. Felicity's reaction was, oh, "That must have been terrible for you." Yeah, for you, not for the poor guy that's in hospital. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this does circle back to. What, what everyone was saying online this week was that Mac is making this about her. You know, this mm. poor guy collapsed in the restaurant and she was like, oh, I didn't know what to do. And I panicked and like freaking out. And then he's died. And again, it's all about her again. So I I do see that that complaint about Mac being selfish and self-centered, the same complaint that they have about Flick as well. A lot of the fans mention it about her. I can see that. But I think it's just part of who Mac is. That is... You know, she would feel bad for that if that guy died. And yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's all there is to say about the matter, really, isn't there? Yeah. He's he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> R.I.P. David. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was a good last beer that he had. I hope it was worth it. I know. <laughs> Bless him. And why MCA paramedic Zan? <laughs> Wasn't much use, was it? It wasn't really. Right. Do you want to get? Do you want to go to the hospital? No, we're going anyway in the back of my car. And everyone's consoling Matt, like, well, he was going to die anyway. Extra <laughs> beer or no? <laughs> At least he died a little bit tipsy. <laughs> it's so weird. I can't get my head around this at all. It's the most bizarre introduction and you know trashing of a character I've ever seen. Well, Brie, if you remember, Brie had gone outside to make a phone call. Oh, yeah. Or to answer a phone call from Jacob, hadn't she, where we left mm. off this week. And, um, and she comes in and she's a bit like, what are you looking at? I'm allowed to talk to my husband. You mm-hmm. know, a bit standoffish, isn't she? And, and Remy's, Remy's, you know, yeah, I know, I know. And I, you know, what did he want? You know, quizzing her. I'm thinking, bloody hell, Remy, she don't know you. <laughs> Nothing to do with you. What someone wants on the phone? <laughs> do you know yeah. It's their relationship at the end of the day, yeah, isn't it? I thought so. he was a bit, you know, I thought, considering he's supposed to be given, you know, the supportive arm, you mm, know, show yeah. to come and cry on, I thought, you need to back off a bit with your questions, mate, you know. <laughs> I know you don't like the guy, but just let her, let, let her go through whatever she needs to go through, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't like that. I mean, but I, there was a lovely scene later after that, and because she, she leaves the house then, she should plan to have breakfast with them, but obviously, that you know, Mm. Out, whatever. and Eden finds her down at the beach it was beautifully shot this you know I love those shots behind the characters and the yeah. sea and all you can yeah. see the sea and I'm just like oh look at that mm. so I've said it before I said again one thing you do, do not get that watching other soaps you know <laughs> you definitely um, don't gorgeous isn't it yeah um and um so Eden's found her at the beach doesn't she and sort of you know it basically asks her to go easy on him you know yeah yeah can't be surprised. I thought it was a really good line. You know, you can't be surprised if you ask him for help and he offers it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Right, isn't it? It's right. Yeah, and I saw a few tweets about this on the hashtag as well um, this week. You know, Bree 
went round there. Remy offered some help. He said, you know, come round anytime if you ever need anything. Just come to me. No questions asked. No judgments, etc. Mm. And she went round straight away after Jacob left. You know, in bits. And then he's trying to help her, and he's trying to, and like she's pushing him away again. And people were saying on the hashtag, why is she asked for help? And then you know, running away when he's trying to help her. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I don't, I, she doesn't know whether she's coming or going, does she, though? She I think doesn't, she's, no. I'm getting the sense that she's just blind panicking here. She yeah. is, yeah. I mean, she I mean, knows that this guy's going back in 12 weeks' time, and she hasn't got a plan. Well, she admitted to him, didn't she? I don't know what I'm going to do. I've I've told him this pack of lies to make him go away. I've told him we're going to start a family, and we're gonna. he's going to move to the Bay. He's going to find a job here, all of this stuff. Doesn't want any of that. But she doesn't know how to get out of that, does she? She said anything to buy. Well, Remy said it. You bought yourself some time, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all she's 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 blind panicking. And she's just thinking all I've done is kick the can down the road here. Yeah, yeah. And she she owes she oh she feels like she owes this enormous debt to him. Yeah. Because of the whole putting her through training and yeah. We supported her through that, didn't he? And and yeah. this the entrapment side of it. She feels like she has to stay. Yeah. Um, and that's probably what that's probably for me the saddest mm. thing about the storyline. Really, it is. Yeah, that that's all hanging over her head, and he probably brings that up all the time. Well, he does actually because we've seen him do it. You know, I paid yeah. for you to go through medical school because when she was explaining it to somebody, I think it was Remy again. She, she said something like he paid for everything, you know, not just the course, but he paid for the bills and everything else. So that all I had to think about, all I had to do was go to the, um, you know, go to the, the lectures or whatever it was that she went to or the training. So he he has got her over a barrel like financially, hasn't he, really? Mm, mm. He can I, bring that up any time and say, well, I helped you and I got you where you are and I got you this job and I got you your career. and Yeah. And so many people in the world feel financially because they're financially reliant on their partner that they're they're... yeah well she was but the thing is right now she has got this good job as a doctor and I I presume she's got an okay salary coming in because she's living in a motel you know she's not renting anywhere which would be cheaper you presume so she has got money coming in now but it's the problem that she's historically owes him doesn't she she's historically financially attached to him and feels indebted to him yeah, yeah. I think it's more of a feeling than she's yeah. physically paying him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um and then and then it, it's all highlighted again because she then she she, she after her talk with Eden and this moment, mm. she's obviously had a think and has gone back to the house. Yeah. Back, you know, back to the band's house and she's come in the back garden, she's overheard them talking then, haven't about oh, Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just that moment you just think, oh God, more oh, time. And and yeah. then Emmy chases the back up the drive, doesn't he? <laughs> so manages, you know, manages to talk around. Yeah. You know, and and um and she says things like, you know, I've never had this before with people looking out for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then on looking there, Eden, mm-hmm. she's yeah. it all together, isn't she there? Yeah. What I'm thinking, Remy lad, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels. Yeah. yeah. I think you mentioned then they had this sort of bonfire chat and you mentioned how lovely it was. Yes. Uh, yeah. And she gets him a beer, doesn't she? And she says, look, I'm worried about you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, know you need to take a step back. I think you're getting yourself in a bit too deep here. Yeah. 
Mm. He tells her she's got no worry about, but we know, don't we? Yeah. Just brewing for a while. Love yeah. a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really enjoying this storyline. I know it's quite tragic, so it's like it feels wrong to say you enjoy it, but I am really enjoying all the scenes that we're getting between Brie and Remy and between Remy and Eden as well. Yeah. And who'd have thought, with those characters as well, who'd have thought we'd have been saying that a couple of months ago? Yeah, true. Yeah. I think it's the only story this week that has kept me wholly engaged, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I've wanted, right. I wanted to know a bit more about what's going on with that. The rest of it has been a bit, well, David's death. <laughs> but a bit, <laughs> bit of a flat, bit of a bummer, that one. <laughs> bit of a throwaway. <laughs> Bless him. No, I felt a bit sad after that. It was a bit, it, it was a bit deflating, wasn't it? That, you know, customer insult dies. It's not, not something that happens every day. <laughs> Dear. Um, and, and, and again, Hi, we're talking let's go back to that sort of scene around the around mm. the fire pit you know Eden and Remy's friendship for me yeah. is one of the most glorious things that's coming out of this yeah that's being written so well um yeah. and it's a friendship that I'm really invested in and I think sometimes soap struggle to to make male and females friends yes you know? and I yeah. think Without, without, without succumbing to that temptation, mm, something yeah. to happen. And I think um, this is just—it's just glorious the way this is developed. And the more scenes like that between the two of them, yeah, or the more I'm just completely bought into this friendship. Yeah, you know, more yeah. I think they're like the young John and Irene. <laughs> Because John and Irene, for me, I know other people I've seen on the hashtag people wanting them to get together and vomit. But mm-hmm. I, I think they're a lovely, you know, pairing again, you know, male and female character, just platonic friends. I really like John and Irene together. And I think Remy and Eden gives me the same kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It's just and, and it's it's just believable. It is. It. Yeah. So it's clearly have a great rapport, great chem chemistry. Mm. Uh, and I just think I'm watching, and I believe that these are two real close friends. Yeah. You know? Um, and and I just think it, it's really nice when I, all that lines up and works, you know, without having to mess anything up. Yes, I agree. Um, so Eden's got his back, so she's gonna have one eye on him now. You know, she's mm-hmm. gonna be. I've got the I, I, the way I'm predicting this is gonna go now. Remy's gonna go deeper and deeper with Brie, and Eden's gonna have to try and get through to him I think um, yeah yeah otherwise he's going to be ending up in a hospital bed I know yeah next worry you know he's yeah still with that because I still feel what we know when you said you don't think he's gone I still feel Jacob's not going to be gone three months I think he's going to be back I know I can't imagine us not seeing him again till when would that be April you know I just can't imagine that that this storyline continue unless unless they come up with a plan in that time. But if it's just continuing to say, oh, he's coming back in 12 weeks, oh, he's coming back in 11 weeks, oh, he's coming back in 10 weeks, what are you doing? We can't have that dragging on for that long, can we? No, no. So, and it, and, it, and it'll and it be explosive. It'll be back on and Yeah, end, yeah. You know, um, so I am worried about, I'm just apprehensive now, like that's around the corner somewhere. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. And what's that going to mean for Remy, you know? Mm, yeah. Uh, like, now I'm team Remy all of a sudden. <laughs> so, but people listening to this podcast think it's right, people. 
I know. I'm glad you're on board. I've been Team Remy for a while and it's felt like a lonely, it's just a team of one. Because <laughs> 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 looking at the hashtag as well, for, for months, you know, everyone was saying, oh, I hate this band and, you know, I don't like any of the characters. And I, I've been for ages saying I really like Remy and I really like Eden. I've liked them since the beginning. And now now I'm seeing a slight change on the hashtag and people are enjoying the the um, Remy and Eden stuff. So I'm like, yes, finally, come on board. <laughs> He's dropped the bravado. That's what he's done. That's yeah. the thing yeah. he's done. You know, yeah. that Jack the Lad, you know, I can have anything sort of <laughs> attitude. As soon as he dropped that, he's been really likable. But I think, yeah, I think the, this story has been great for those. And, mm. you know, and, then, and I know others are saying the same, you know, so. Yeah. Um, I, but have you noticed they don't do any of the band stuff? They don't That's do the true. They don't go to rehearsals. They don't write don't the songs. So <laughs> they don't do the interviews either because it looks like Kirby and Theo do all the the like the phone yeah. interviews and the magazines and all that stuff. I know they Theo, um, Remy and Eden were supposed to be there, weren't they, for the one with Tully, and they didn't make it because they didn't check their phones or whatever. But they seem. To, I think Theo and Kirby do all the admin, don't they? And they they post stuff on social media, and I don't think. The other two do. That's the stuff that gets us all eye rolling, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's a coincidence that we like the other two more. Mm. If you had only just started watching Home and Away this week, you'd have no idea that Remy and Eden were a part of the band. That's true. Yeah, you're right. And yet with Kirby, that's all the storyline she's got up until this week when we've got Bob coming back, but that's still about the band. The only thing she's got is the band and the fact that she's Theo's girlfriend. And that's the difference, isn't it? Remy and Eden, they've got all these other, you know, storylines outside of the band going on, haven't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. And like you say, Theo and Kirby, they're doing the radio interview. They're talking mm. about single being played on the radio and they're on cloud nine about that. And, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing them and. <sighs> yeah. Like you say, Bob's come. Well, let's talk about it. Bob's come back, mm. and he's he's sort of interrupted Theo and Kirby after they were getting over really the text message stuff. Yes, when when Theo caught the messages with with Bob, and and Bob sort of oh you know like you said you said it didn't you on here last week. Mm the band's getting traction and the band's doing well he's come crawling out the woodwork and yeah. he did he didn't know i've come to congratulate you oh i said i always said we should have done a music video but no one listened to it yeah <laughs> i know but i'm just oh, like jog on mate yeah um and theo's like what do you want yeah <laughs> you know, you know everyone not... is though everyone's even flick was like oh what are you doing back Ugh. <laughs> i thought she was great with him <laughs> However, yeah. I thought Bob had when he when he got Kirby alone and sort mm. of that he'd come back for it basically, you know. Yeah. Um. Although I I don't think that's his true intention. I think he's after the the fame because the yeah. band took off. I don't, he, he's misrepresenting his feelings there. But he, he says, yeah, when he says that to her, um, and and he 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 says, you know. Or you know, rebound guy not happy. <laughs> Refer yeah. to you. He's got some points that I think are valid. Mm, you know, okay. Oh, you know, you messaged me back. Yeah. So can't be nothing. You know, it, 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 it sh- and it's more than that. She agreed to meet him. She actually yeah. 
I mean, she tried to say, well, I wanted closure. You know, well, did you not think that's what I want? We, well, he obviously quickly admits he doesn't want closure. But mm. I think he's right. I, I'd If you and I were sitting here the other week and we said, yeah. you just text him back, block him, done with yeah. it. Yeah. If it's truly in the past. Yeah. I don't think it is for Kirby. I no. think he's being a little unfair to everybody. Yeah, I but think you're right. Yeah. That's given him the ammo to turn up. It has. Yeah. It's given it's, him the excuse to wander back in and say, hi. Oh, I missed you. Oh, how can you miss me this week when we're, you know, the band's hitting off? How come you didn't miss me three weeks ago or two months ago? Or And he knows he can manipulate, not manipulate her maybe, but he knows he can control that because he's yeah. done it so many times. He's made a vote a certain way in the band. Yeah. You know? He's, he knows he can turn up and t- put on the Bob charm, you yeah. know. Well, he was doing it with um, with Theo, wasn't he? When he was playing pool with Theo, and he was he was, we'd already seen just before this, we'd already seen Kirby say, "Rack off! I don't want you in my life anymore. You've got no business coming back here and doing all of this to me and getting in my head again." I'm with Theo. You know, she'd really spelt it out, really clear to him. You're not welcome in my life anymore. I think is what, is what she said. And then the next scene, Bob's in the surf club and he's taunting Theo. Oh, come and play pool with me. Oh, you don't think you're going to beat me? Is that the problem? And the whole time he's in his ear, isn't he? Going, oh, I know Kirby better than you. You know, she's done this before. We split up. We go off with other people, but we always come back to each other. You know, we're always drawn to each other. And I was like, this is all rubbish because she's just told you to rack off in the scene before. But he's, he's now trying to get into Theo's head. Isn't yeah. he? And and cause some you know disruption there. So when Theo goes home, he's still in the mood, and then that will be you know another argument with Kirby or whatever happens. And the knock on effect of that is Bob thinks if they if they split up, she'll come running back, which is just so arrogant. But it is arrogant. You're spot on. Absolutely spot on. I mean that big cock measuring contest. Yeah. <laughs> At the pool table was just ridiculous. To it that. was, yeah. I really wanted Theo to walk away from that. I thought he'd matured recently, and I thought he would just go, "No, mate, not interested. I'm, you know, I'm going to work." Or yeah, especially yeah. as he, he left, he left them alone, didn't he? He gave them the chat they needed. Yeah, said that he sort of knew what he was back for. Mm. Know, yeah, Kirby the next day in the cul-de-sac. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really, really big and really trusting of him, considering he's only like two days down the line from finding out that she'd agreed to meet him with it, keeping it a secret. I yeah. thought really big of him and really trusting of him to do that, mature of him. It was, yeah. And then, and then this happened, and I was mm. just. But you have to remember, he's. I don't know how old Kirby is, but Theo's pretty young, isn't he? And, has he got a lot of experience with this, you know? Yeah. Is he a bit, is he a little bit sort of naive in that respect? Yeah, mm. yeah. well, we only had Chloe before this that we know of, don't we? So that was a very immature relationship, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. So, I mean, looking at the next time as well for tomorrow's episode, it look, it's looking like it, it, it works. And Bob's basically worming his way back into the band, isn't he? The little smile. Yeah. Mm. I'm not happy he's back at all. No, I'm not. Not at all. Still holding out hope at the moment that his um his efforts are going to be unfounded. You know. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. But uh, 
<laughs> so somewhere else in the in the bay, um, we've got Ziggy. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, she still wants to be treated like everybody else, so that's exactly what Justin does. And he says, oh. "Right then, we're late. I've got loads of complaints." I'm going to lay down my law, buckle up, sister. You need to bring a better attitude to work. And she just cries and runs out. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually what? thought that's how you'd handle her. if you. Would. <laughs> <laughs> I would, actually. But like, right, I'm going to stop treating you like, you know, like you're special now. So, yeah, I will treat you like everyone else. It's literally what you asked for. So, yeah. I mean, he did go a bit to town with it, but she's if she does want to be treated exactly the same, like as if she was not pregnant, you would. She hasn't done a great job at work. She hasn't buckled up. As far as Justin knew at this point, he didn't know that she'd been to hospital. You know, she just said, "Oh, I forgot to open the garage." Oh, whoops. You know, so he's well within his right to say, "You haven't turned up for work. You haven't done your job." Customers have complained, and you lost us an entire day of money. Should have said, "I'm writing you up." Yeah, you're on a warning, mate. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. then Dean being Dean. Mm. Oh, he's done that whole gone over to him and been like, oi, you know, um, you know, she was and basically a black slip that she was in hospital, you know, and it's yeah. making Justin feel awful when actually yeah. the whole blooming thing could have been avoided by telling him last yeah. week. This oh, storyline has, has, has left me cold, I'll be honest. Yeah, it is. It's just talk to each other. You're meant to be friends. You're meant to work together and be friends. Like this, this was you know avoidable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Melodrama. He actually mm. says that, doesn't he, when he goes over with the ice cream pizza? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Why didn't you tell me?" You know. Yeah. You know, like yeah, we could have worked it out. You know, I'm your boss, but I'm also your friend. He says all this too, and I'm just yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem that bothered that he knows. I'm just thinking. Yeah. And then anyway, then she does sit down and start sharing calendars and booking her appointments in like she should have done weeks ago. You know, well, like, who who would have thought that having a shared calendar at work would actually help? You know what I mean? <laughs> how long how long have they worked together? <laughs> I was almost on the floor with this one. I was like, Are you serious? You don't know what days that you're in and he's not in. I oh god. Anyway. Jenny it think yeah, you're Jenny in it. I, th- I think um, I think that's all there is to be said on the matter, isn't there? Really, there now. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't. I'm just really. I'm really not interested in this story at all. It's going to have to get a lot more interesting for me to to stop glazing over when whenever <laughs> Ziggy in the garage comes up. I'm just not interested. I'm sorry. Well, what about Rue and her giving up her tutoring business? Oh, so, yeah. um, you know, Marilyn's sort of cutting on, isn't she? There's this moment they're in the, you know, they're, they're having dinner and whatever in the diner and Rue's like, oh, I'm not answering the phone. It's just a client or no, yeah. I'm not going to get into more than that. And, and Marilyn's looking on thinking, and, and I was thinking, look, I'm watching it all thinking, oh, something else for Marilyn to blame herself for, you know. Mm, yeah. The last thing we need, Rue, is this. You know, Marilyn's already feeling guilt-ridden as it is. You know, yeah. so with this whole Heather, you know, Heather drama. Um, so Rue sort of says, yeah, I want to shut it down, you know, and it's because, you know, Heather's really not me for six. I believed her over mm. you, know, you, my bestie. She says it again. 
Um, and Marilyn sort of stands her ground really and I was quite proud of her with this and she just sort of says you are closing down your business over my dead body yeah <laughs> do not want you to do this again I'm thinking right, Marilyn's <laughs> Marilyn's dead next <laughs> she's on one yeah this is good though because isn't this a bit of a role reversal because normally it's Marilyn getting the anxiety pangs and Rue going no you're going to do this and sort of strong arming her into a, a decision and it's the tables have turned now, haven't they? So Rue's the one going, oh, I don't think I can do it. Oh, I don't think I can do it. And, and Marilyn's like, you're going to do it. You're just going to do it. Sorry. It's happening. Yeah, spot on, actually. Yeah. Um, even Alf tries, doesn't he? You know, and <laughs> Alf, Alf has a chat, um, you know, and, she, and, and, and there's more acknowledgement here. And I think as viewers, mm. we, see, we need to see Rue acknowledging what she's done because we're all yeah. so vivid with her. Yeah. Uh, She's, you know, she's like, you know, I, I didn't believe my best friend, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I turned my back on her, I think was the word she said. Yeah. I believed everything Heather said. And, mm. you know, rightly or wrongly, Marilyn's prepared to let that let it go, you know, yeah. and crack on. And yeah. I, there comes a point where you've just got to accept that and get get on with it. And, and, and you can still make it up to her, you know. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think spitting your dummy out and saying I'm not going to do teach anymore is just going to upset Marilyn even more because that's another yeah. life, another life that's changed for good, you know, forever as yeah. a result of what's gone on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as always, she's handled it the wrong way, but she's we've got another acknowledgement, is what I'm saying. And I guess mm. at the time she mentions it, a, a little bit of me goes, "Thank you, Rue. That's all you needed to do. Thank you, Rue." <laughs> Just every time she does it, and I never forget. No. <laughs> um, but I, it, it's nice to know that she realizes what she's done. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's nice that it wasn't just swept under the carpet. You know, she is going through this. I don't know. Like she's like you say, she's going through it the wrong way. But at least it's still impacting her. Her decisions are still impacting her, and what she's done to Marilyn is still impacting her in a way, even if she isn't really, you know, apologizing on her hands and knees. You know, she's she's still reeling from what's happened and, and learning that lesson I guess which is a, a step in the right direction I think for Rue and then there's this moment she's finally she's agreed to it hasn't she she phones the person back does the tutor yeah. session and then now I'm a bit confused about what Marilyn was suggesting tonight but mm. Marilyn was sort of saying you know it's really good to, I want to help people yeah soup kitchen was just me going a bit too fast too soon you know mm. and to get involved with something she's sort of hinting to to Rue isn't she about her helping young people yes yeah. she wants to sort of do something together and I'm, I'm a bit confused about what that's going to look like yeah I, I don't you, know what that's going to be no I didn't understand the the context I mean I saw what happened because I think Rue said something to Alf about how it was nice to be able to have that feeling again that you're helping somebody and Marilyn was like in the background, wasn't she listening and thinking, yeah, it is nice to have that kind of a purpose and, you know, doing doing something that you think this is, I'm making a difference and all of that. Yeah. But yeah. What, what are they going to gang up together and do? I just can't think. I don't know. What... I'm just trying to think whether whether they, they have a tutoring session with Rue and then Marilyn cleanses the chakra. I don't know. <laughs> that could be it, couldn't it? <laughs> could I really don't. Um, yeah. I, I mean, watch this space, I guess. Well, I, I, we'll find out, won't we, I suppose. But, yeah, that, that was an interesting thing because that would be something good that yes. comes out of it and could help 
working together like that could help yeah. heal heal their uh, relationship a bit. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, definitely. I'm wondering whether it's going to be some kind of charity aspect to it, or I don't know. I just can't. It could be anything, couldn't it? Mm. Well, fundraisers and things. I don't really have. Uh, good mm. There's normally a bomb or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ghastly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So let's hope it's nothing like that. Um. Somewhere else, somebody else building bridges, or you know, creating bridges, should I say, Neek. Um, Ooh, yeah. man over at Casa Parata is making the best pickle sandwich. Uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> or was it mean? This is a mean sandwich. Mean, sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just can't get on board with the language. Um, <laughs> and um, and Tyler's messing with him, and he's like, "Who's going to be your best man?" He's like, "Oh, I was thinking Dean. <laughs> he's been good with me lately," uh, <laughs> which gave me a bit of a giggle. Um, so. Nink's officially best man. I thought I, I thought it was that an unwritten. I not thought we'd already had this. I, I maybe I dreamt this, but when we talked about this last week, and I read out the synopsis on the first look episode, and it said Nink wants to be the best man. I said to you, didn't I? Don't we already know this? I feel like I've already seen this, but maybe we haven't, and I've just dreamt it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, he is now, for sure. He is now, yeah. I'll back you up, I'll back you up. Um, <laughs> but he's he's sort of taking, less best man, more wedding planner. He's everything, isn't he? I mean, he's, yeah. thank God someone's planning something. Because <laughs> it's in exactly six weeks now. So <laughs> time is ticking on. <laughs> well, he's getting a bit stressed, isn't he, with his list and things he's got to do. He needs a new yeah. suit, a new hire, you know, and all that yeah. stuff catering and Tane and Flick are just really blase about it you know mm. but you t- and Tane is tweaking and he's like listen bro <laughs> listen bro <laughs> calm down you're making me panic you know yeah. um, and it's just making them look really unprepared and then I'm just thinking does anybody actually want this wedding <laughs> yeah should 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 Tane be sorting out cars and suits? No, should be heck. Yeah, it's it's a bit strange, isn't it? That Flick Tane, and sorry. Yeah, I think I don't know. They just want a party, don't want. I certainly Flick does. Flick just wants to be on the beach all day getting drunk. That's what I'm getting the vibe of her. Yeah, but I, I actually don't mind that chill beach. I've said this to you before, hasn't it? There's summer in that, I reckon. Especially there is, but she doesn't want to organise it. She just wants it to be to happen, you know, by osmosis. She doesn't want to think about a permit or go shopping for a dress or think about how everyone's going to get there or send out an invitation to tell them what day it's on. You know, she's not thinking about any of that. She's just thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, beer on the beach. Yeah, you can do that any day. You can do that any day of the week. Flick and Tane's non-wedding. <laughs> I'm just worried that there's going to be no celebrant. You know, there's going to be nothing legal about this wedding if they don't actually organise somebody to marry them. Or Maybe that's <laughs> just his plan. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it. Um, I don't, and now the reception's going to be in the back garden. Yeah, well, thank God it's not at work, hey, because it could have been at Salt five minutes ago. So. Oh, someone cleans the pool. <laughs> that pool's gross, isn't it? <laughs> I think that every time I look at it, I'm like, it looks green. It's like it's full of algae. How? It needs a pool cleaner. 
dear. <laughs> um, Gonna catch something in that pool. I swear. Right. It looks like a pond. Sex pond. It's awful. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh dear. That what sex pond? I've never come across a sex pond. Is that what? <laughs> Apparently, jacuzzis are sex ponds. That's what they call them. Like middle class people have a jacuzzi in the garden, and people call it a sex pond. Allegedly, I don't have a jacuzzi in my garden because you know I'm not posh. But <laughs> I do. <laughs> you do? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> you got a sex pond? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know it. <laughs> but oh, now you can. No, I'm only kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the the beach, the, the wedding's going to be on the beach. The reception's going to be in in the back garden. Let's hope it doesn't rain. Um, and there's somebody not on the guest list. Gary. Gary. Gaza. Gary. Step. Not stepdad. Foster dad. Gary. Do you know what they mentioned his name about ten times tonight? And I thought if I was doing a Gary shot every time they mentioned Gary, <laughs> I'd be drunk. <laughs> Well, I think it's safe to say Gary's coming because um, because they've said his name a lot, you know, to get you. Yeah. Have we ever heard of Gary before? I, I no. know we had, we've heard of them living with step parents, not step parents. I keep saying step parents. I mean, foster parents. We've heard them about foster parents before being in their lives, obviously, when their dad died. But mm. I don't remember the, a name before. So now they've named him. We've got to meet him. That's the rule, isn't it? Yeah, now, now he's named and he's, you know, we're talking about him. He's, yeah, I think he's turning up and she doesn't want him at the wedding, does she? No. But she sort no. of said, you got on with him, Cash. I didn't. I don't want him there. You're my family. He reminds me of who isn't there, you know. Yeah. Um, I can semi-understand that argument, but then I'm like, but nobody being there surely is also a reminder of nobody being there. You, you know, you know. I'm just thinking I, I, I can only sort of half get on board with that comment, you know. Yeah, um, but if you if you're not that close, why would you want them at your wedding? Well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, there is. And that. it's it's another mouth to feed and all that. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the money. Like <laughs> save your money. Don't invite people that you don't like. Go over knee knee deep. <laughs> it's another mouth. <laughs> it is. It's another hundred hundred dollars. If you don't well, like him, don't don't invite him. Do you remember when Felicity and Tane got together and we were talking about Felicity having you know all the family values that Tane's got, yeah. uh, and the big sort of paratus, and she got brought into the fold. Mm. And you know, do you remember us talking? At, well, I, yeah, we were talking yeah. talking about her. She, this is the family. She's never had this. You know, yes. yeah. They're talking about flying people over from New Zealand. Yeah. You know, getting an invite, and and they're like, "What about your side?" And she's like, "Nope." Yeah. And, and it's moment, moments like weddings and things sort of highlights things like this in families doesn't it yeah and, yeah and things sort of do become a bit you know come up to the surface don't they so yeah that's true when you start putting the guest list together and it's like you know traditionally you put like the bride side and the groom side don't you I don't think at a beach wedding it really matters but if you're doing like a church you normally sit the bride's family on one side and the groom on the other side so I can imagine Felicity's side's going to be Cash and the band. And I can't think who else. Mac would be on her side. And then obviously Tane's going to have all of his family flying in from New Zealand. But, or the ones that aren't already dead. <laughs> half, his, <laughs> half his family's dead, isn't it? God, it's awful. <laughs> well, that would be a plot twist. <laughs> uh, 
I forget his name now. Ari turns Ari. up. Yeah. <laughs> he might do because he was in it for a while after he died. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, go away. <laughs> go away, ghost Ari. Jesus. <laughs> thought you were dead. He might come back with Mia, you know. You never know. Oh, God, please, no. Oh, do you think Mia and Chloe will come back for the wedding? No. I, I hope not. No. Good. They'll just send a present, won't they? That'll do. Just a present. Right, Sai. So this is the new segment that we've been talking about every week. Not new anymore, I guess. This is the third <laughs> one. Time's <laughs> wearing off a bit, yeah. But still haven't got a name for it, so I don't think we've had any, any suggestions. We talked last week about what we're going to call this uh, this segment. It's, I think, your say on the bay is sticking uh, because we've had no other objections. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that might be the the name. So your say on the bay. This new segment for the podcast for for season three is where we talk about anybody that's got in contact with us. So we've got an Instagram account and we've got a Twitter account. And both of the handles for those accounts are at Coastal News Pod. And we've also got an email address, which is coastalnewspod at gmail.com. Um, and what we'd like to hear from you is your thoughts on the storylines that are happening at the moment, um, your opinions on any of the characters or any theories about where some of these storylines are going or what you're expecting to happen in the 35th year of Home and Away that we're celebrating at the moment this month. Um, and if there's anything you want us to talk about specifically on the podcast or any opinions you want us to to give on the show, then get in touch. So that's that's the, the, the point of this segment, really. So this week, I've just been having a little look at the tweets that we've been getting and also the tweets on the um, hashtag Home and Away hashtag on Twitter. And there's been a recurring sort of theme this week. I don't know whether you've noticed this has come up. Um, it's actually it's a recurring theme that comes up not just this week actually it has come up before um fans of the show that have been fans of the show for a long long time do raise this periodically it is something that's talked about and that is the fostering aspect of of the show mm. um and the reason why this has come up this week is because you know we had that scene recently where Marilyn ran away to the city and she was volunteering at the community kitchen and she came across this girl called Sloan. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was helping her and all of that sort Not of stuff. Sloan. Not Simone. I know, I looked, <laughs> looked at the end credits because I was like, I sure I heard him say Sloan, but then when he said Simone, I thought that makes more sense because that's an actual name. <laughs> so I thought, <laughs> I'll go and have a look. And it was Sloan. So I don't know whether it's a nickname. Very odd. I don't know whether that... Is that a name? Is that someone's first name? Doesn't sound it to me. Mm. No. But anyway, so people were discussing that scene, um, which was very brief, really. Only, you know, it was only one episode that Marilyn was in the city and we saw her volunteering. But people were saying, wouldn't it be nice if this girl ended up coming to Summer Bay and maybe Irene took her in and turned her life around or maybe Marilyn took her in? You know, this this concept of fostering and the, the show being built on you know fostering back in the day when we had you know the um the Fletchers move into Summer Bay House in the pilot episode and they were had this this huge you know blended family of foster kids and there's a lot of people saying go back to the old home in a way go back to how it used to be have more fostering have more children in the show in general because we don't have many young people do we and when I say young I mean like under 18 or 
there's no kids in the show. So what are your thoughts on this with this this topic coming up all the time? Right, deep breath. Oh, okay, you have thoughts. Gonna get my soapbox out. I'm gone. <laughs> right. Are you on? I'm on. Right. So I, so I get it. I sort yeah. of get it. But you know, and I'm a long, very long term viewer myself, right? Mm. This is me coming to the show in 2010 or 20, 2020 and saying, oh no, it's great, you know, mm. um, leave it as it is. This is me having watched it since the 90s. Okay? Yeah. And have watched the years I didn't watch because I was too young, you know, like this is yeah. a fan opinion, right? <clears throat> it's, I think it's an easy, it frustrates me when the fans say this because yes that sort of foster like you say it's built on that foster family at the center of the show wasn't it at the beginning yeah um a major part of the show and actually was the premise of the show that's what allowed new young kids to come to the bay and you know rongans waves and strays all taken under the arms of the community and nurtured and grow up and then they sort of go off into the world again don't they and mm. better people for having been to the bay is basically the premise right yeah but I think that is still there okay I think we have to we have to understand that the world is not the same place anymore as it was in 88 89 okay yeah um and I think if if the show now was like it was then now none none of these people myself included would be watching it right it's Mm. just the way tv is now it's just not entertaining enough on its own yeah and we refer to us fans a lot of the time refer to this fostering thing being the heart and i'm quote air quote in that of the show Mm. It it's very much at the centre of a lot of these characters still. The show is now older itself. The soap audience is older itself. The show is aimed nowadays at a slightly older person than it was at the yeah. beginning, in my opinion. I don't know yeah. if it's fact or not, but the fact that there's no nobody attending school, there's no 13-year-old child or what have you, is mm. because... 13-year-olds don't watch soap operas anymore. Yeah. yeah. So who who is that story going to relate to? Now, I'm not saying no 13-year-olds watch the show, but what yeah. I'm saying is the vast majority of the audience are now going to be 20s, 30s, 40s, right, who were brought, like us, who and were beyond. brought up, yeah. beyond, who were yeah. brought up on the show, right? And we've yeah. aged with it. I don't want to sit every night and watch children doing their HSE. No. I'm... We've seen it before as well, haven't we? So we've yeah. got to remember coming coming from as old fans, being there, done that, bought the T-shirt. We've seen everybody go to school and get their HSE or not get the HSE, have to repeat yeah. a year. We've seen it all before, haven't we? So Yeah. So for me, I, I look at this in a slightly different lens in that it's the show looking after the audience, right? Mm. Not, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, don't think you and I would be here doing this podcast now if if it was like it was or sort of late 90s um, yeah you know there was a lot of school kids I just don't relate to that stuff you know I want to see people 20 25 30 you know and 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 the show has aged and it's got to age with its audience it's it's just natural 
Okay. Yeah. Now, does that mean you should you should never represent that age group? Of course not. And that that's another debate for another day. When we talk specifically about fostering, it's still there. Of course, if your characters are older and your audience is older, mm. childhood fostering's not really. Yeah. You know, the forefront and, and something you could relate to off the bat. But let's think of some examples of characters here who have come from families that are not your average yeah. mother, father, 2.4 children, white picket fence, same as the kids back in the day that used to come to the bay, you know, in the foster system, in docks and all that business. Yeah. Cash and Felicity, even this week, they're talking about that they were in the foster system. And yeah. This, they're now dealing with as adults weddings and you know inviting a foster father that we didn't get along with and all that sort of you know what, what stuff being dredged up from their backstory Jazz yeah. was another one she was she was brought up by foster parents found herself in the bay you know and 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 these Xander and Rose ended up in the bay from a family you know father died you know parents dead you know, and they've wound up in the bay and now they're now they're being taken in by the community. It's still happening just because no one is saying I'm going to foster you. Will you foster me, please, Pippa? Yeah. Uh, and the docs, docs is knocking on the door and on the phone. Mm. You know, I think it's still there. And I think it is. Yeah. it's easy for us and lazy for us to say it's not and complain. Yeah, you're right. And we even had a mention of Jet tonight, didn't we? When um, John was talking to um, Cash about Gary and the, you know, the foster dad of Cash and Flick, you know, he mentioned Jet and how, oh, I'd absolutely love to go to Jet's wedding. You know, I wouldn't wouldn't miss it for the world. You know, he's my foster kid, but he's like a like a you know, it's like his son to me. So we do we you're right. We do hear about it all the time, and even some of the the characters that are, are established, like Justin. You know, Justin's family backstory is that he you know essentially has no parents does he um came to the bay and it was all siblings as a, as a family unit so we no. still we still got these this idea of like um blended families and not that that nuclear family that we used to have you know in other soaps yeah i think it's there and i think these people come to the bay we laugh and joke about them running away from something don't we all the time yeah they wound up at the they they come and there's something there's something broken there's something yeah out of the ordinary and I think that's why the show resonates so much with yeah. some people around the world because no one nobody's family is perfect everyone's got their own experience their own thing yeah. going on yeah um, and I think that's why it's relatable yes uh, and yeah and why any of us just stick yeah. with absolutely and even if you look at Theo you know he's moved in with his auntie and you know his auntie's boyfriend he's he's got a mum and dad somewhere in the city but you know he's got a troubled relationship with them and now he's moved to the bay and he's living with living with Leah so yeah 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 there's there's example after example yeah because it's not in your face this is fostering will you foster me you know yeah yeah Fair enough. You know, people want to see a bit of that. That's fine. I mean, I, um, Maz and John tried it a bit, didn't they, when they were married? Do you remember they took a few people in? There was yes. t- wasn't there? Um, yeah. And there was that girl whose name, Ra- not, was it Raffi they took in? Raffi, they took Raffi in off the Morgans, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. 
so there has i mean that's not really that recent but um there's there's still times when it is a little bit more um sort of out, up up and out front you know mm. but i think if you take time and really look at these characters backgrounds and backstories time and time again that they're, they're, they're from like you say these same backgrounds um and i think it's a little unfair of us to judge straight off i tell you um you know the the these same people and i'm not i'm not singling anybody out here but you on the other side you see the same arguments of oh ziggy and dean are having a baby that means they're going to leave because no one mm-hmm. ever no one ever just has a baby and is happy you yeah. know and bring up a baby and you're like well thank thank the lord i'm not making this program because you could, literally can't ever win <laughs> you can't you can't please everybody and i think that's the problem isn't it really and I think with social media, our our thoughts and our opinions are so easily communicated now, aren't they? Whereas back in the day, if you were watching a soap and you didn't really like it, you just turn the TV off and go and do something else. Whereas now, you know, we can just go onto Twitter and put all our thoughts into the ether yeah. and say, I'm not enjoying X, Y, and Z. And, you know, everyone can see that. So, yeah, yeah, it's spot on. It's more prevalent. Is like we know what people think of the show because they tweet about it. I didn't, unless I was at you know speaking to people that watched the show when I was at school, going into school and saying, "Oh, did you see Home and Away last night? What did you think of this?" It was communications that you had face to face, isn't it, with people that you knew? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Actually, that that's and that's a really valid point you make there, because what were people thinking back then? Were they thinking the same things we're saying now? Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is the same. Oh, there's not enough fostering. Oh, da, da, da. Um, and and that's the that's the joy of of being a fan of a soap. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't always agree, and and you you talk it out, and that's what that's why the soap genre is so good. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm not not discrediting. If people want to see it, they want to see it. I don't want anyone to think this is discrediting that. Um, but you know, I. I I can understand is what I'm trying to say. What mm. the show is trying to do, yes, you know, and yeah. have been trying to do for some time now, yeah. and it, it makes sense to me. You know, highlighted really well over the Christmas with some of those classic episodes, and there's some of them with the young kids where it's like not interested at all. <laughs> yeah, we've 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 changed haven't we since the show was made I think that I think you're absolutely right the stuff that used to interest me you know I used to be caught up in all those Shane and Angel storylines and caught up in Sally and all everything that related to me at the time because they were only a few years older than me but now you're right I want to watch kids I'll watch Hollyoaks (laughs) yeah yeah. It's a very different show, Hollyoaks, to, to Home and Away. They're completely different and it has got that younger vibe to it. But even the kids on Hollyoaks, they're not all that young either. You know, they're still sort of early 20s and most of them. Some of the younger ones that probably are not as young as they are portraying in real life. And ultimately, TV is a business. So the people who are buying advertising slots, right, they know, yeah. that, they know that the young these people as young as school kids, they don't watch them. No, no, you're right. Simple as that. Just simple as that. 
kids don't watch like live TV, do they anymore? I mean, I I still put Freeview on at night. You know, I still I sit down and I you know I'm putting the soaps on. I watch I watch pretty much all the soaps apart from Emmerdale. I think I've never watched Emmerdale, but I watch everything else. And I'm watching it in real time. You know, I I catch up on the iPlayer or on the the hub or you know on my five when I have to if I've missed something. You know, if I haven't been able to sit down and watch it live. But that's that's showing my age, really. That's just because I'm used to watching it that way. But yeah. 16, 16 year old, they're not going to sit down at you know half past six on the dot and sit through adverts and nope. are they? Nope. <laughs> so... Me when I've got to watch telly, you're mad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that's what it's all about. TV is a business, and they need, yeah. to, you know, and they've got to attract the right advertisers and stuff. Yeah. You know, well, you can tell the audience they're trying to advertise to when. <laughs> when you see the adverts in in the ad breaks can't you and it's like hsl chairs <laughs> <laughs> it's not young person's adverts <laughs> we've had this discussion before that because if you watch um my fire for example that knows your age you get different adverts oh yeah that's true we've yeah haven't we um, yeah so i'm definitely in the ten lady market apparently <laughs> 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 oh dear yeah, thanks for that. I've got the uh, disposable income to buy a new baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. It's funny. Thank you for listening. We will be back with more episode discussion from Summer Bay soon. Until then, join the discussion online at Coastal News Pod.